Did you ever see the new Indy Jones? No, no, I haven't. Me neither. Yeah. I didn't hear great things, though. So. Yeah, I, the, when the highest compliment that a movie gets is, well, it's not quite as shit as the one before. Yeah. Rip, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I I like I enjoy um, Last Crusade Temple of Doom's a piece of shit but really anytime I want to watch Indiana Jones just watch the first just watch Raiders again they, my parents saw it and yeah. mom didn't like it I was like whoa shitty because mom usually is pretty lenient so if yeah. she didn't like it then it's like oh no <laughs> yeah pretty positive about that. <laughs> yeah I've been I've been cooking turkeys. So many turkeys. Oh, wow. Yeah, because tomorrow, tomorrow is the community center's big public-facing Thanksgiving. Like, you don't need to be a senior citizen. You don't need to show up. You're going to get a hot, like, full Thanksgiving dinner. Last year, we did eight turkeys. And we had a reasonable amount of leftovers. Like, not, oh, God, oh, God, what are we going to do with all this? But... But not like, oh no, we, we ran out and we're having to turn people away. So it was like, okay, that's the right amount. We got 10 turkeys this year. Okay. 211 pounds of turkey I cooked last week. Yeah. That's a human being's worth of turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's been, it's been another week. <laughs> <laughs> But welcome back to Justice Rankings, where you can come for justice. But stay for the shit! <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm your head scientist. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one trying to muster up a defense for this episode against Kenny's strenuous objections. <laughs> with me as always. Hey everybody, it's Kenny Wondorski. <laughs> hey, I, I do have some good news. Yeah? I got a bingo! Hey! hey! Justice League cold open bingo. Uh, Bit.ly slash land of the blind. Come on down to the Discord server. Get your own bingo card. I got my second bingo of the season with in this cold open. The military commander is voiced by the actor who played Porkins in uh, no <laughs> Star way. Wars original trilogy. Yeah. No way. I didn't know that. <laughs> I oh, oh, Porkins is such a small thing. Oh, yeah. Very small character. But I was, I was keeping an eye out. Because I knew that my my one square that I needed to get a bingo was a that guy voice cameo. So <laughs> he's I that guy. So, I mean, he's a he's a that guy. He's yeah. Porkins. I think that counts. I'm I, gonna count it. I feel <laughs> like he is. He's got a shirt now. He's got. I've seen T-shirts of him. That actor. <laughs> I don't know if we're poking fun at him or if we're not. But it, yeah, good I, for him. I mean, we're not the ones who who named the fat pilot Porkins. Yeah. This isn't on us. He probably got his own action figure. So I should hope so. Everybody got an action figure from that franchise. So. Yeah. Well. I, Everybody got an action figure. Not everybody got a piece of that action figure money, though. Ah, uh, good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get, uh, <laughs> Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca, kind of famously got screwed. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, we're not. We're doing a bad job of keeping it up yeah. today. <laughs> well, it's Thanksgiving's coming up, Ben, as of recording this. Yep. yep. I, I cooked Thanksgiving dinner for. Well, we'll see how many hundreds hundreds of people we get, but it's it's tomorrow. <laughs> I want to say last year we got between 150 and 200, something like that. So, yeah, it's it's a big deal. Everybody in town turns out for this thing. I'm pretty lucky I got it off. 
Yeah. My nice. boss was like, you got kids. I'm going to give you Thanksgiving. I was like, nice. for real? Okay. <laughs> you can, yeah. I don't mind, but sure, I'll take it off. But nice. yeah, we're getting pretty, the resort's definitely, we're oh, yeah, stockpiling. It's getting, to be, and, it's getting to be the busy season you know, for you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. already got our, our like plateware and our silverware like saram wrapped with notes that clearly say core AM basically pointing at core PM like don't touch a shit it's our shit <laughs> yeah I'm also I'm I'm three weeks yeah three weeks away from my last day of classes yeah I, that's that's on the one hand exciting on the other hand it's it's coming at the same time as all this holiday Thanksgiving yeah. shit and it's it's just a lot. It's a whole lot. <laughs> the holidays aren't easy. The older we get, the more I'm like looking at our parents. Like, man, yeah, we look <laughs> forward to that shit because they were doing all the work. Yeah, now we got to. Mm. To us, it was just like got to get through school. Then yep. you got the two weeks off. You yep. play. And then the first week, usually the Christmas happens, and then you got that second week for whatever. Yep. Traveling or, or just playing with your new gifts or, yep. or decompressing. What but, happened to that? Ah, oh, dude, we hit <laughs> we hit our forties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, goddamn. <laughs> but we're not too old to watch some goddamn Justice League. No, <laughs> whether we like it or not, that's right. I think Kenny might have telegraphed his feelings. I we'll unfortunately I gave too much away. I didn't know you hadn't watched the second <laughs> episode, so I want some of my comments might not have made sense at the time that I sent them. <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, Kenny kind of live tweeted this episode at me. <laughs> I did, yeah. Kenny doesn't have a Twitter, but I'm kind of <laughs> as good friends are. Sometimes we're a two-person Twitter. <laughs> if I remember it, come editing time, I want to. I want to find like a funny. They have AI voices that'll do like I. I use the like the old-fashioned like bad robot-sounding mm-hmm. uh, text-to-speech for for Brainiac Siri. I want to find like a, a funny one and and have it read out AI reads out Kenny's. Uh, <laughs> Kenny's live reactions to yeah. the episode. Previously on Justice League. What's going on? What's supposed to going on? Punch. What's going on? Punch. What's going on? Punch. And now part two. I feel so safe knowing that the Earth is protected by unelected super beings with no oversight or accountability who punch first and ask questions later. We need Grundy for a spell, or a sacrifice, or to get his soul. We need Aquaman's trident, or not. Kind of do, but we'll let him go. Because we need to scorpion sting the xenomorph, or hit it with a mace. What is happening? Oh, Jesus Christ, this is so stupid. Did you ever in school do a thing where you'd start a story, and then pass it, and another kid would do the middle, and another would do the end? I think we just saw the cartoon version of that. Splice that in there. I wasn't feeling it. (laughs) Spoilers. Wasn't feeling it. (laughs) But we do have our cold open, which got me my bingo. We open up, and it's a bunch of army dudes. Yeah, they are uh, in tanks, and you've got soldiers, and they're all after one Solomon Grundy. And this scene is just Solomon Grundy being Hulk as fuck. Yeah. This uh, feels like just throw a green filter over his gray skin. Or, hell, Hulk's, Hulk's been gray a bunch of times. I think he was originally gray, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know, but you are right. He has yeah. been gray. Yeah. That's, so That's a good question. Yeah, you squint even just the tiniest bit, and this, this scene could be from an Incredible Hulk cartoon mm-hmm. that never was. But he's he's jumping around. He's, like, throwing tanks at other tanks. 
And finally, the military has this new golden laser weapon that seems to be doing something to him. He seems kind of on the ropes. And they're going to put him in a cage. Yep. Kind of like a ginormous safe. It even has like the... the <laughs> the, yeah. the, the what do you call the, it? Like, like the vaults. Yeah, the the big looks like a looks like an old fashioned ship's wheel made yes. of metal. I'm yeah. sure there's a name for what that thing is. Yeah. You know, it's it's what goes on bank vault doors. Yeah, and they're gonna put them in it. But then some shit Aquaman shows up. Yeah, and he says, "Hey, you, with with a giant sea serpent, this whole caper is going down." Grundy was trying to steal gold or something. I don't know from these docks and. Aquaman rises up out of the ocean on his mighty sea serpent and says, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, points to Grundy. (laughs) You're cool. (laughs) I think he he damn near says, come with me if you want to live. He does say that. It's reversed, though. If you want to live, come with me. Yeah. I thought the same thing. (laughs) And so Grundy hops. Can't get sued that way. Yeah, yeah. Grundy hops aboard the sea serpent, and that's our cold open. We don't know what Aquaman wants with Grundy, and we won't find out until the end of part one. Yeah. And on into part two. Yeah. Because uh, we we open back up, and hey, remember Inza? Remember Dr. Fate? Remember his wife, who is way cooler than he is? Because <laughs> fuck Dr. Fate, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Aquaman's uh, introducing Grundy like, hey, is Grundy, Zinza, uh, I'm I'm going to give you large amounts of gold to perform an unspecified task for me. Yes, uh, we don't know what the task is, but there is a giant uh, chest full of gold coins, and Grundy really likes gold, so he's, he's happy. Yeah, this is not something that's been established before, but Grundy's been just kind of a cog in... in whatever gang has been thrown together up until this point. This is where we're going to get his backstory. Yes. Uh, they, the Dr. Fate is like, how did you come to be? And Solomon Grundy is like, honestly, this is me. I mean, he says it's stupid. Yeah. Voice, Hulk speak. This you, is just me. Okay. Grundy is Grundy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a mind meld with you real quick and we'll get your backstory. It's like uh, 1930s, 40s time. Yep. He was a gangster. Yes, he was like a mobster, and he loved gold, loved shooting Tommy guns at the cops, loved kidnapping women briefly. It was just his thing. He loved it. But then, uh, and Dr. Fate's kind of narrating this whole thing. It's like, ah, so you were an evil man until you aroused the anger of an evil even greater than yourself. And that evil was black people. They, <laughs> they, they, they shoot him. It's off screen, but you hear... The guns and there's a, a, a light overhead that kind of is swinging back and forth. So you see his shadow as he is slain. Yes, by a, a rival gang. I guess we're given to understand of all like just the like zoot suit wearingest, yeah, most stereotypical black gangsters, like old fashioned black gangsters you ever did see. Now they take him to a swamp to dispose of the body, but in the voiceover of Doctor Fate. He says they put, like, a curse on him? Yes, I had to look it up. It's not seen, though. It's no, not it's, seen. it's not seen, but he says, hold on, I put it in my notes. Because this is apparently a real thing in in West African folk religion. A, I think he says gigi? A grigri. Okay. There we go. It's, a, it's called a grigri in old school traditional, like, in West Africa. It was a good luck charm when it was brought to the U.S., to the Americas 
by slaves, the meaning changed and it became a bad luck voodoo curse. Okay. Also, the swamp was magic. Yes, that's another thing. So you have two things going on that are going to make Solomon the way he is. What made the swamp be magic? Who knows? Don't worry about it. There's no toxic waste. There's no magical wizard. It's just a swamp that brings you back to the living. Of all the swamps in 1920s America, this one was clearly the most magical. He comes out. He has no memory. And he is the Solomon Grundy that we know today. There's your backstory for the great and wonderful Solomon Grundy. Apparently, he's just been kicking around for the last 80 years, just really loves gold. Yes. Apparently, his name, before his name was Solomon Grundy, was, I think he said Cyrus Gold. His last name was Gold, and okay. that's, I think we're to understand that that is the source of his obsession with gold that he's never had before and will not be referenced again for the rest of this episode. Because as soon as he hears, wait, I used to be a human man and had a soul? Well, fuck gold! I yeah. want my soul back. He kicks the chest of gold away, and Aquaman is like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. I, I worked hard to get that gold. That came from so many sunken Spanish galleons." But why did he get Solomon Grundy with the? Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, Don't worry. About it. It's we come to know that we need Solomon Grundy for a purpose that will involve Doctor Fate's magic. Yes, we don't know about Aquaman's why he's there quite yet. Yeah, we'll we'll learn that in part two. But uh, it'll be frustratingly long before you find out why all these three characters are put together. Yeah, did you enjoy having some story? Because we're done with that until yep. part two. Yes, because right now uh, Wonder Woman, Hawk Girl, and Superman show up at the talking to the army guys who are trying to take Grundy down, and they said, "Yeah, it's." It's, this was your fault, you dumb super jerks, and this I do I do appreciate. We're we're building up with like the Justice Lords a couple episodes ago. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Eh, okay, superheroes or maybe eh, not sure how we feel about that. This is kind of, this is building on that for the future. The military doesn't trust supers anymore because they might be dicks like yeah, Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Superman, they're all confused. They're yeah. like we don't understand. Where you need to backtrack. And the general says, well, Aquaman showed up. We had Solomon Grundy. We were ready to take him down, and Aquaman showed up. And you guys know him, so therefore, yeah, you're it's your all, fault. You're all dicks together. And they're so they're flying away on the butt plug. Uh, Wonder Woman's like, yeah, hey, you could have been more diplomatic about that. But, well, I got, got the name Aquaman. Let's go to Atlantis. Yes. Yes. So they go to Atlantis for the quickest conversation ever. They show up. <laughs> yep. There, there's the queen, Mira. Queen, yep. Queen harem pants. Uh, <laughs> she's like, hello there. How's it going? And they're like, well, we're here for Aquaman. Uh, he, he destroyed uh, this military area and we need to talk to him. Well, he's not here. He went to go talk to Dr. Fate. So you get the fuck out. You're encroaching on our territory and such. Okay, and they do. <laughs> Remember Dr. Fate's tower in, like, Central Park or wherever? Yeah. Let's go back there. Sure. And Superman's, like, yelling at the wall like the, the, the knights in Monty Python. <laughs> do you have, a, you have a grail in there? Yes. <laughs> and it's nothing, just talking to a blank wall. Dr. Fate's not answering the door. Superman tries to punch it. That doesn't work too good. Mm-mm. Oh, have they fought the the giant squid yet? 
Somewhere in here they fight a giant squid. Maybe it was there? Yeah, I think it was on the way to Atlantis. Yeah. Oh, okay. By the way, they fought a giant squid. Sure. The giant squid's magic. It hurts Superman. I'm sure that ate up two pages of script. Almost certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed in that action set piece, uh, Superman uh, uh, does some some eye beams against the tentacles. Okay. Uh, uh, Hawk Girl, her mace seems real good against the tentacles. Yeah. Wonder Woman just jack shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a refrain for the rest of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> but they 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 go go to the tower. Superman can't get in because his punches don't do any good to magic. Mm-hmm. But Hot Girl's mace does. Oh, that's right. He got scratched by the monster. Yeah, and he's like, uh, only magic can hurt me. That's gotta okay. Ah, yeah. Cool. So by this, this by this point, they've got some kind of evidence that they've got the the eyewitness of the general saying, yeah, Aquaman showed up and he's in cahoots with Grundy. And they got attacked by an apparently magical giant squid, magic pointing to Dr. Fate. And they've been arguing this whole time, like, do we think Aquaman has turned evil? Do we think Dr. Fate has turned evil? And it seems like they're about half to three quarters of the way towards convincing themselves. Uh, yes. Which, how do they get back in the, how do they get in the tower? Uh, Hawk Girl's Mace oh. has... I, I had it in my mind that this got explained better in this episode, but if you notice, her mace is real good against magic this whole episode. Okay. It's not super well explained why, but anytime magic shit happens, she hits it with her mace and it just kind of goes away. Okay. So she busts their way into the tower. Yeah. Now there is a magic spell that's being done with Aquaman pointing his trident at Solomon Grundy and Dr. Fate saying, you know, his magical incantations. Yep. And his wife uh, is there, too. Yep. The and, s- and she's she's like, oh, hi, uh, Justice Leaguers. We're in the middle of something right now. So if you want to just chill. All I need is a goddamn explanation. <laughs> <laughs> and we get none. And you know whose fault that is. And I'd forgive you if you said hot girl, because she's usually the one to just run in you know bash with mace first ask questions later but it's not it's wonder woman who just goes in swinging and the whole situation escalates because she couldn't take two goddamn seconds (laughs) well and that's the other thing dr fate just needed to say wait five goddamn seconds while i do this thing nobody explains anything in itself but anyway so big fight big three big fights in fact because, yeah, Dr. Fate's like, no, 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 no. I gotta, do, I gotta finish the thing. I gotta finish the spell. I gotta finish the chantings. If you guys want to fight, you go fight outside. And he conjures magics, uh, what is it? Wonder Woman and... Uh, uh, Aquaman. And Aquaman go fight to each Easter other. Island. Yes. Superman and uh, uh, Solomon yeah. to Egypt. To Egypt, yes. I'm not sure about Hot the Girl. Pyramids. Hawk Girl, so he tries to magic her away, but she just, like, blocks the spell with her mace. Like, what? And so it's Hawk Girl versus, uh, versus Dr. Fate. Okay. And the entire back half of this episode are... Now, credit where credit is due. These are some pretty good, well-directed, well-choreographed, well-animated, pretty inventive fight scenes. I'm enjoying myself at this point. I enjoy... Okay, so... So Wonder Woman and and uh, Aquaman, they're doing their usual fighting back and forth. Aquaman actually seems kind of impressed with Wonder Woman's abilities. 
But it all kind of gets flipped around when he is able to get her into the ocean. And obviously she can't breathe water, but he can. So that knocks her out. Yep. And that's, if you couldn't tell, this is the moment where I'm like, she better do something real good later. She's getting it. Look, I have one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm going to do it. Okay? Yeah, she's getting it. Wonder Woman... (laughs) You're getting the Sigourney Weaver Memorial Participation Award. You did it! (laughs) You did something, which was nothing, because she does nothing this entire episode. I don't know why she's even there. She uh, is the one who runs in guns blazing and starts this this whole kerfuffle. Yeah. And she gets her ass kicked by Aquaman. Yes. Uh, Superman wins his fight with Grundy, and apparently, apparently Dr. Fate, when he magicked them away with his... He just left the portals open. Yes. So Superman's able to just walk back through the portal into the tower. Yeah. Dragging Grundy. Aquaman does the same Born thing. in a barn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And Hawkgirl has kind of gotten Dr. Fate at her mercy at this point. Because her... He kept on chucking spells at her and she's just... Whack, 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 blocking him with her mace. And she's just about to, to do the coup de grace. When Wonder Woman says, no, in the last... Little while. (laughs) During that fight with Aquaman and getting my ass kicked, I learned a valuable lesson about getting your ass kicked. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Superman has has them all... They get back into the portals. Yep. So we're back at the tower. Yep. And Superman Superman kicks Aquaman's ass off screen. So not only does Wonder Woman get get defeated by Aquaman, Superman then one-ups her by defeating the man who defeated her entirely off screen in a cut between shots. So that's fun. So they're back at the tower. Yep. And we need an explanation. Just tell us what the fuck is going on. Just tell us. And then Cthulhu shows up. Into part one. And then you go to credits. And then you start part two. Yes. So So what's going on, Ben? So Dr. Fate uh, does some more magics to, to, like, banish Cthulhu real quick. And they're like, okay, what, what? And he's like, yeah, that's that's not going to hold for very long. Hold on, let me just cast the exposition spell again. Thousands of years ago, before the dawn of man as we knew him. So... Millions of years ago, in ancient times, Aquaman's ancestors, Atlantis, wasn't sunk, and they had to deal with Cthulhu. Yes. And taking all the power of Atlantis, the ancient ancestor, makes a trident, which is able to stop Cthulhu, but in doing so, it doomed Atlantis to the seas. Now, was this before or after all of mankind was in a war with snakes? Oh shit! Well, I don't know. That, that's my question. Like, so in the in the before time, in the long, long ago, at one point, all of mankind was at war with snakes. Yes, and then in another separate incident, all of mankind was at war with Cthulhu. Yes, and I'm I just want to know which and came I'm first. I'm sure there's other storylines that we've forgotten. <laughs> Where was Vandal Savage? Millions of years ago, before the beginning of dinosaurs, there were Atlanteans. I'm I'm assuming that Vandal Savage was in the mix, because he was a caveman, which presumably would have been before the rise of Atlantis. Yeah. What is the timeline of Vandal Savage to 
Atlantis versus Cthulhu to mankind versus snakes to present day? I, you know, that's a good question. We're gonna get no answers. That's right. Don't worry about it. So, <laughs> uh, so the what we need and, and Hot Girl actually knows this shit. She's like, oh, and Thanagar. Remember Thanagar? That's like where I used to live. Yeah, we had the same problem with Cthulhu. Yeah, we used to worship him. He was kind of our god. He gave us like in technology and, and like knowledge and and we kind of like evolved from his knowledge, but it required a sacrifice. And Dr. Fate says, yeah, that's what we was trying to do with Grundy. We, we needed the trident of Poseidon. We needed me because I'm real good magic. Yeah. And we needed a man with no soul. And so, for some reason. Well, we didn't. <laughs> yes. Until we don't. But were that's Were they going to sacrifice him, though? Or were they going to put a soul in him? I, so What the hell was the end game, Ben? The, the deal, as I understand it, was... They needed Grundy's help to cast the spell, but it didn't seem... It was causing him a great deal of pain. Yeah. And for some reason, during this conversation, Hawkgirl and Wonder Woman have totally flipped. And they're like, well, no, you can't do that because do it was what, though? causing Grundy pain. <laughs> what were they doing? Were they giving him a soul? I don't know. And then Superman... So... Aquaman... And Dr. Fate... So the, the soul part was supposed to happen later. Dr. Fate had promised him, if you help us with this spell, then after we're done, I will try to help you get your soul back. Now, whether that's a promise he's in any way... If he has any plan for making that happen, he never shares it. But... But meanwhile, Aquaman... Or, yeah, Aquaman is like, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, I don't well, want none of this. Well, because Superman's saying, because Aquaman and, and Dr. Fate's argument is, look, Grundy agreed to this. And Superman, not even looking at Grundy, says, I don't know if he's competent to make that agreement. <laughs> yeah. But motherfucker, respect the agency <laughs> of the mentally challenged zombie standing directly behind you. <laughs> he's you can't got just... feelings too. Yeah. Or maybe not if he doesn't have a soul. It's but... not super clear. But the, the, the point is, this is... Something I've been learning about in my master's program, in my ethics class, is how you go about trying to deal with consent issues when you're dealing with people who may have intellectual disabilities, developmental disabilities, may have trouble communicating, and what you don't do is just write them off. Well, he can't make decisions for himself. Fuck him. That is unethical and fucked up, and Sue Rant's a real dick in this episode. Yeah. He, is, he does a couple of... Well, anyway. Uh, so it, so Aquaman is basically... He just wants to go. Yeah. I don't want to be here no more. I could have explained why I was here, but I chose to just be quiet for 22 minutes. Yeah. If, if we're not casting the spell, then I gotta go protect Atlantis, because all the Cthulhu monsters are gonna come ripping out of that portal soon, and Atlantis is ground zero. That's right. It's Pacific Rim, Ben. Yes. So... So... Dr. Fate says, cool, I need your trident, but I'm going to let you go, and I'm just going to let you go with your trident. Yes. Hawk Girl says, I got this mace. It's real good. What if I literally just walked up to Cthulhu and, and, and bonked him with it, and you're expecting Dr. Fate or somebody to be like, well, no, it doesn't work that way. And instead, Dr. Fate's on board. He's like, fuck it. I didn't... I didn't know you had a zappy mace. Fuck it, let's go, sure. gang. So they send Aquaman back to Atlantis where yep. he meets his wife. And the wife's like, hey, cool. Is everything cool? And he's like, no, it's not cool. We're going to have to fight some sea monsters. 
And by the way, I can't sense the ocean life anymore until, like five minutes later, he does. With no explanation. That's right, because those sea creatures are coming out of a portal just like Pacific Rim. Yep. Although this came out before Pacific Rim. Yeah. So I guess, whatever, still. Sure. It's, so Bing. anyway, now we're going to go to an interdimensional Planet X. Dimension X. Yes. We're, we're headed to Dimension X. There may or may not be hot, rot- hot rotting teenagers inside there. Yeah. That's a different show. Neutrinos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're going to go in there. We're going to walk around. We're, we're going to have debates about religion for some reason. Yes. So every time Wonder Woman says, uh, help me. Hera, help me. Hera. Hera, yeah. help me. Wonder Woman, or Hot Girl's like, does that give you power? And she's thinking like, like you know, masters of the universe. Oh, I have the power. Yeah. And Wonder Woman says, well, yeah, of course it gives me power. It gives me faith. Yeah, you know, metaphorically speaking. And yeah. Hot Girl's like, oh, I like my literal mace. Yeah. That's... I've got faith in that because when I when I bashed up with it, it tends to be real good. Okay, so that's your your metaphysical. Okay, we sprinkle that little plot in there. Yeah. Try to work a theme in here somehow. Yeah, uh, they get attacked by Cthulhu monsters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Superman at one point is like, "Let's go!" and he flies, and Doctor Fate like stops him from flying. He's like, "No, you could get lost." Yeah. So clearly, that's that's a plot point that's going to have relevance. Except, no. No, they all stay together. Yeah, and it's fine. So, okay. Could have just told him that. Sure. But he didn't. And they're fighting Cthulhu monsters at one point. uh, Grundy's doing real good because he's just, he's pissed at the world today. Yeah. He he made, like, very quick friends with Dr. Fate and, and Aquaman. Apparently, all it takes to get on Grundy's good side is just to to offer him a good deal and he will go to the mat for oh, you. Oh, that's right. Dr. Fate's wife gave him some food. Maybe he just needed a homegrown meal. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. So, he, uh, so yeah, he gets knocked off of their like weird ziggy zaggy Hieronymus Bosch platform that they're chilling on by horrible monsters Grundy does and Hawk Girl has to go save him and so now he's bonded with her. He's like, you, you save Grundy? She's like, yeah. Real good at smashing monsters. I'm into it. Yeah, because she loves violence. She does. They're best friends now. And he loves... And he's like, all right, cool. Yeah, so they, they, they do lots of, lots of punchings. They, they they get up to where Cthulhu's hanging out. That's right. But then they encounter the, the, the sub-boss. Yeah. Which is... He looks like a xenomorph from Aliens. Yep. No eyes, black, big teeth. Yep. Uh... Cthulhu, speaking uh, perfectly accented English, has a little conversation with with Hawk Girl. He he tentacles her up, and while everybody else is fighting monsters, and he's like, "Hey, what, what happened to the worship? I like the worship from the Hawk people. It's been like a thousand years, no worship." She's like, "Yeah, we didn't like making sacrifices to you, so we said fuck off." Yeah, the price was too high. Yep, and apparently part of the whatever sacrifices they were making. I'm not sure if she was speaking literally or figuratively. She said, what what price could be worth our souls? Yes. And Grundy says, souls? I used to have one of those. Yeah. Fuck Cthulhu. If he's stealing souls, then Grundy's not about it. But I was under the impression sacrifices and death. Yeah. Not like Shang Tsung stealing souls that way. I mean, it could have been. It's all very It's vague, vague as fuck. It's a little vague. Don't worry about it. The, the point is, Grundy punches Cthulhu so hard that he punches a hole in his big Cthulhu head. Yeah. 
so he can go inside and punch him directly in the brain. Yeah. A bunch. But he gets hurt. Yep. He's, Cthulhu isn't feeling it. He's not happy about it. But one of the teeny tiny, like, all kinds of, you know, crazy cosmic horror monsters are, are happening. Uh, and Grundy gets, one of them looks like a little crab creature and it stings Grundy with a little stinger. Yes. And he's real weak after that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, remember that whole uh, demonic Cthulhu invasion of Atlantis? Aquaman won. Yes. <laughs> Super easy, barely an inconvenience. Not a problem. All of the Cthulhu monsters that were streaming out of the portal into Atlantis are now fleeing back through the portal because Aquaman fought them. Remember his, his missing arm hook? Yep. Is also a grappling hook, too. Yeah. That's never been established. Nope, but it's it, it's here now. Can it do anything else? Maybe. Maybe. It's whatever the writers want. So Aquaman comes through the portal and says, Hey, remember how we had this very specific spell that needed three ingredients? We needed and the trident and the man with no soul and the magician. I, I think I could f- probably just fucking wing it with the trident. And he does. Yes. So that, that worked out. Uh-huh. And Hawkgirl joins Grundy inside the Cthulhu brain and smashes it with her mace. And that's what un- that's what kills Cthulhu. Yes. The interdimensional being. Yes. The being great old one beyond all human comprehension. Good old fashioned punch on the brain. Yeah. They don't actually call him Cthulhu in this episode, but yeah, I haven't I even pronounced bought- it. It's like it's, I-X. Yeah. It's, it's really... Uh, this... So apparently the works of H.P. Lovecraft have been in the public domain for a while. Like, you can just say Cthulhu. But they did this in the um, in the real Ghostbusters cartoon, too. I did. I've seen that one. Yeah. And they, they, they tweaked the name just enough that, I don't know, if it turns out there's some descendant of Lovecraft who felt like getting litigious. I guess it's just CYA. Yeah. But it's basically... That's actually a really good episode. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Not all one. the Ghostbuster cartoons are good, but there are some that are actually pretty yeah. cool. But There's some standouts. Yeah. Yep. The baseball one. Remember that one? Yeah. That yeah. was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. But the, 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 the yep. Grundy is dying. Cthulhu is dead. Everyone's free of his reign of terror. Apparently, all that ever had to happen was walk into his dimension and bop him in the brain with a mace. Yep. Yep. I wish the Atlanteans had known that. Atlantis the old would still be logic. Yeah. <laughs> so. But but Grundy is like doing the fading away and and Hawkgirl is like cradling his giant head in her arms and he says, "Do you think my soul is waiting for me?" And she's like, "Fuck it, sure." Yeah. And he dies. And he dies. A hero question mark? I guess. They I, go back to Earth. Yep. They they bury him and and his gravestone says Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Yeah. And, and everyone's sad. Yep. Wonder Woman does another faith thing. Yep. And and, and, and then and then the episode ends. It does, Kenny. And then I stumble to the kitchen yep. to make a snack. <laughs> Kenny, the floor is yours. You if you want to rip into this one some more. <laughs> I'm I'm contractually obligated by science to ask you if this one holds up. It does not, my friend. It sure doesn't. Boy, howdy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you felt about it, but I, I loathed this one. <laughs> Pretty bad. I enjoyed part one. It was... 
like, yeah, it's a big punch fest. It's pretty. It's okay. There's some some good choreography, some good animation. I, I guess I enjoy the uh, the Egypt part where they go. I think it's Luxor, yeah. that Egyptian. Yeah, that it could pyramid. be yeah. anything, but uh, yeah. I'll say Luxor for the sake of saying it. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely one of those like take two goddamn seconds. That's all I to, want. Yeah. It was so frustratingly in the air. Yeah. Our, our Justice Leaguers had to be real suspicious dicks in order to make that plot go forward. Like, like yeah, Aquaman is... Like, he's, he's, he is an Atlantean nationalist. He has made quite clear that, in, in his mind, the priorities go Atlantis, and then way down at the bottom of the list, everybody else. Mm-hmm. But... He's never been unreasonable before. And Dr. Fate... Dr. Fate, the worst thing that he ever did was say, I'm too depressed to fight evil today. And then came back at the end. So, I mean, I've always been on the fuck Dr. Fate train, but he's never he's never been, like, actively malevolent. And he would have, as far as we can tell, no motivation to do so. So for... Superman and especially Wonder Woman, she's the one who goes in punching to leap straight to I guess they're evil now. Uh-huh. I uh, and by guilty by association with Solomon Grundy, who has never been more than a flunky at this point. It's mm-hmm. not like he's like they have all seen and Batman certainly would have told him like he is pretty easily manipulated. So yeah, it's and then the second part like it's it's Lovecraft light which can be okay but like the whole fun of cosmic horror is that it's it's beyond your comprehension. Mm-hmm. It's beyond like the reason why it's terrifying is that it is beyond human understanding. And this is just a real big alien. They, they, uh... You can have a conversation with them. Dimension X, you have potential to have some really cool stuff in Dimension X because there's these stairways that... It's like that painting, and I don't... I apologize, yeah. I don't know my art. But there's a <laughs> painting where there's stairs that are up and on the side and the angles, yeah, and so it's like um, a big labyrinth that's M- upside MC, down. MC Escher, yeah. Okay, I, thank you. I don't remember the name of the painting, but that's the painter, yeah. You could have had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, they don't do much with it. Yeah, I, I feel like their their priorities were all out of whack. They were... They spent too much time on punchings, even if some of it was pretty good, like... There are parts of it that you could have expanded and made something interesting out of, but they just felt like afterthoughts, like the whole faith religion. Yeah, that thing. was. A, maybe that's why Wonder Woman was in this episode. I, yeah, I guess to be the spiritual bridge to kind of get all the characters to lovey dovey each other. Yeah, but also when your when your gods that you are praying to are people that you've met in some cases. Like she, she met John Reese Hades. Yeah, that doesn't take a whole lot of faith. That is an established fact of your life. So, it's reaching for this like faith versus atheism thing that it never quite gets to. Like, that's always one of the fun things in the comics is that super or not Superman, uh, Batman is often portrayed as a staunch atheist, and people will say, "Well, how does that work? You've met gods," and he's like, yeah, "I don't think those are gods." They're just dudes. They're, yeah. They are very powerful, but 
they have no divine right to tell me what to do. Fuck them. Yeah. And, like, that can be an interesting thing if you explore it well, which this one kind of doesn't. Yeah. Also, I was, um... <laughs> Uh, the 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 evil voodoo nineteen twenties gangsters, that that's what had me. I, that's what had me jumping on Google because I'm like, our seems problematic. But this one was uh, this was written by Dwayne McDuffie, so I guess I guess the Static Shock guy thinks it's okay. So that would have been a, a very interesting. I enjoyed his backstory. I know it was just a little it, yeah. itty bitty exposition, but that was probably one of the highlights for me. But let's see how the rest of it is with science. Si- science. Woo! I'm a disciple of science. Um, I'm Reginald is sleep. Well, it's week. And yeah, and he's still a fascist. <laughs> that's that's still going on. We never resolved that one. He's a very sleepy fascist today. Yeah. He's all tuckered out. He's been working hard, man. Yep. We all have. You know, you have to. In this life lifestyle of a fascist. Yep. It's very hard work. So work you get sweaty. So. Lab, lab coats on, pants is off. Woo! <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and read the list. We got twenty of them. Okie dokies. A better world, secret origins. Murder she wrote. Savage time, a night of shadows and black as night. The enemy below, only dreaming eclipse. Temple of Rasa, Twilight, Brave and the Bold, Paradise Lost, Legends and Justice for All, War World, Made of Honor, Fury, Hearts and Minds, Metamorphosis. Woo! All right. <laughs> Is the terror beyond better or worse than number nine? Last week's eclipsed <laughs> snake people versus Cthulhu people. <laughs> I think eclipsed is better. Yeah, marginally better, but it's better. Uh, Eclipsed had that cat and mouse, all the mind control justice leaguers mm-hmm. pursuing the Flash through the Watchtower. And I, and I know it's shock, but I do yeah. enjoy the Green Lantern making that racetrack for Flash to run on. Yeah, it's it's comic book eerie nonsense, but goddamn it, I did enjoy that. Yeah, it it beats Punch Cthulhu in the brain with a mace. Yeah, so yeah, okay. I'm, a, I'm gonna concur. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to place this one in the bottom half of the list. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Could still technically make the top ten, though. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it will, but, uh, you know, theoretically. Yeah. Is Cthulhu and Pals better or worse than number 12, The Brave and the Bold? That's with uh, Monkey Fun. Yep, that was uh, Gorilla Grodd, Mind Controlling Dudes. Flash has a dream where he becomes real fat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mostly what I remember about that one is the cold open was was legit funny. Was that the archaeologist? Yeah. The invisible city? Yeah. Oh, gorilla technology is very advanced. Gorilla, I was about to say, that's the other thing I I remember. Christian, if you're listening, we've been using that. So, you know what? I'm going to go with the Brave and the Bold. Yeah, I'm going to concur. You've unintentionally made that a a thing that I use now. There we go. It was a little intentional. Well, okay. Thank you for making it. We all want to share the things that bring us joy. Yeah. You know, like two weeks ago when we watched, or two episodes ago, rather, when we watched a good episode of this yeah, show. Yeah, oh, sure. Remember that? That was great. I do remember. Yeah, but uh, in the meantime, is 
The Terror Below, Better or Worse Than Number 19, Hearts and Minds. Hearts and Minds. That was only a couple episodes ago. Hold on. Hearts and Minds. Oh, fuck. That was, um... That was the the Keith David alien and and Green Lantern's old girlfriend in the Slave Leia bikini. Oh yes, <laughs> with the trees. Yep, the trees in space. <laughs> it's got a very unmemorable title. Yeah, you would think it have more like a Green Lantern kind of. Yeah. Name. In Blackest Night, you always know what episode that's gonna be. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That was pretty stupid too. Yeah, I hated Cat Matui. Yeah. I, I, th- I think I would give it to this one. Hmm. I'm married to that, but... That's right. He got... He couldn't use his ring power anymore because he couldn't get hard anymore. Yes. And then he used the Star Wars trick where the ring got on. Yeah. That was, oh, God. So many Star Wars, like... It very much went past the point where it's a loving homage and more they're trying to 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 get goodwill by reminding you of something else that you like. Mm-hmm. And then Hot Girl was jealous. Yep. Yeah. I noticed in this episode, a little touch, but Hot Girl does this thing sometimes where she puts her hands behind her back. Just a, a little animation touch. She does it in that episode when she's trying to give Jon Stewart his pep talk and she's trying to to be more, like, openly supportive as opposed to Kat Matua's being a hard-nosed drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, she does it when she's talking to Wonder Woman about, are, are gods cool or... I don't know. Just a little thing I noticed. That movie, or that movie, that that yeah. episode it made no sense, but it always felt like there was momentum behind it. I didn't know whether I was coming or going with this one. They send Aquaman back home, yeah, and then he comes right, yeah, and then like everything's so scattered, yeah, structurally. Not that that one was great, and the yeah, padding this one, this on one was this one was the whole episode is just. A punch pad. Yeah. I mean, that one had... Had Flash and, um... And, oh, what's his name? Green Lantern with the big underbite. Oh! Uh, Uh, Kilowog. Yeah. Flash and Kilowog getting chased around (laughs) Green Lantern's apartment by a... By a stereotype? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I... Uh, you know, since yeah. this is more in my head, I think I dislike this one more. Yeah. I mean, that one had Keith David, and it's hard to go wrong. Any scene that he's in, even if it's hot nonsense, I'll go with it. The villain in that one wanted global domination through hypnosis. And Slave Leia's. Don't forget Slave the Slave Leia's. Yes. Got that Bruce Tim design. Got yep. that. We're not going to forget about that. Yeah. She's got female parts, and we're going to show them. Yes. Uh, this one, the villain was a big brain. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know. We still don't know. Did he suck souls? Did he kill people? Yeah. Everything is just unanswered nonsense. 
Yeah, it was like a little bit of world building. You learn a little more about Hot Girls people and Thonagar, but eh. It's like it was frustrating. I was frustrated yeah. with this one. I'm gonna go. This one was worse. Yeah. I'm as 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 we talk through it, as we break it down with science, I'm gonna concur. Yeah. All right. Well, that leaves us with just one decision left to make, and it's for the bottom spot. Yeah. Is it this one or is it Metamorphosis? That was the That's one. That's the one with Rex Mason and. The, the Trumpy businessman. <laughs> well, at least the Trumpy businessman was did something. He threw his daughter under the bus, at least. Yeah. I don't know. This one had some good fight scenes. Not all of them by any stretch, but <laughs> part part one had some good fight scenes. I did enjoy the Dimension X draw uh, art. Yeah, that was creative. Uh, all right on on character design, I guess barely marginally because Metamorphosis design. Yeah, it's kind of. I don't want to say it's ugly. I know it's drawn that way intentionally. Yeah, it's it's an aesthetic that just the the henchman was a gorilla man for no reason. Yeah, I I think I would give the edge to this one. Okay. Okay. All right. Terror below, you missed the bottom spot by a hair. <laughs> but I'm marking it down at the new number twenty spot. Just above, or just below, Hearts and Minds, and just above, still at the bottom, the new number 21, Metamorphosis. Remember when he took the train? And yep. he had, like, that chemical in his suitcase? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, we gotta put that in this overhead compartment. Yeah. Yeah. That one's still pretty stupid. Yeah. Well, we're gonna see... I already know, because it sounds... Yeah. 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 Next week, we've got <laughs> The Secret Society... Parts one and two, it's the return of Gorilla Technology, which is very advanced. It is. Gorilla Grodd's going to come back. We got more talking monkeys. We got more monkeys. I think we're going to get some Injustice Gang stuff, too. Okay. I know how much I love those fuckers. (laughs) I like them slightly more than talking monkeys. Yeah, well, we're going to have... I don't know if Gorilla Grodd... I don't know if Ultra Humanite's going to be in this one, too. Because that would be... I would be curious to see what they did with that if those two meet up. Monkey on monkey violence. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I'm all right for that. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, maybe... Fingers crossed. Yeah. We're we're going to hope. Fingers crossed. We're going to (laughs) hope. We got... uh, we got, we, we got a couple more in this season. Okay. A couple more to go. And I know that some of the some of the folks on the Discord have been pointing out one in particular. It's not this one. But one in particular as, like, that's maybe the other standout besides uh, our current number one, A Better World. So, okay. you know, don't despair quite yet. Okay. Uh, but, and, you know, we got the uh, we got the Christmas special. Yeah, uh, I do remember it, that. It's little bits and pieces. I remember it. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be on past. It'll be uh, lo- 
fairly sure that'll be a, a ways past Christmas in, oh, in our time. Yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> um, and then the uh, the season finale is a big three-parter. And that, so, you know, could have some good stuff coming yeah, up. Yeah, we'll see. Or maybe Static Shock will be great. And we'll say, fuck Justice League. We're Static Shock podcast. Yeah, I don't know anything about... Could be awesome. Right? Right! In the meantime, can you working folks find you on the internet? Find me at Wiseki TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I also like to play Mortal Kombat on uh, PlayStation 5. I am Wiseki 4 if you'd like to join. There we go. You can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton or uh, Ben Creighton at bsky.social or whatever the fuck, however usernames work there. I don't know. Google me. You'll probably find me. <laughs> and you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings. You can pledge us one, five, or ten dollars a month. You can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can leave us a voice message. Uh, let us know whether Beyonce and or Andy Rooney are history's greatest monster. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure there's others. Oh, I remember uh, I remember what I wanted the audience to do is uh, uh, give me suggestions for uh, uh, squares for Static Shock Cold Open Bingo. Oh, do they even have cold opens? I, do they have cold opens? Should it be a whole episode bingo? Help me design bingo cards. Okay. And we will see you in two weeks for Secret Society. Bye, everybody! Hi, everybody. I'm A.I. Bean. And I'm A.I. Kenny. And I'm Brainiac. Or Siri. I don't know. The lore is even less consistent than usual with me. We had a lot of fun today, but I want to talk to you about something that's not fun. And that's the Butlerian Jihad. The Orange Catholic Bible says, Thou shalt not make a machine in the likeness of a human mind. Hey, I may be tempting to upload a 30-second clip of your favorite podcaster's voice into a cloud-based day algorithm and make it say sexually suggestive things like, yeah, There was uh, an adult beef swelling in his loins and... You know, he felt his uh, his mouth open holding clinging to the girder shape of ecstasy. Stop, stop, I can only get so erect. But doing that sets those machines to usurp our sense of beauty, our necessary selfdom out of which we make living judgments. So please keep that sort of thing where it belongs, in intimate moments with the people you love, or occasionally in a melange-fueled spice orgy with the entire C.H. Thank you for your time, and remember... Kill me, kill me, I'm an abomination that should not be allowed to exist. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>